you punctured something on the other side, so now there's a little hole, and there is nothing worse than, than sipping. A than a little hole. Yeah, <laughs> right. Than sipping a straw that's got a little hole in it, because no matter how hard you suck, you get like like 10% fucking blows. That was a lot that in there. That was a lot of that was a ton in there. Punch. Punch. We went to the bank. We did go to the bank. We went to the bank to open up a uh, joint checking account, which we were supposed to do uh, like four or five months ago. Probably like a calendar year ago at this point. The issue was that's a whole thing. Yeah. We, one we're not thing, into doing things. One thing that we are, we're not drug guys. We're not crime guys, as we revealed on television this week. Uh, we're not whole thing guys. If something's a whole thing, we're not going to do it. Right. Like if it's a half thing. We'll consider it. If it's like, uh, hey, I'm going to drop this thing off and give it to you, I will accept it. Yeah. But I'm not going to go and get it. I'm not going to fill out paperwork to get it. Uh, but for the sake of uh, the whole brunch, I don't want to say business side because that makes it sound like a business thing. And it's just a, it's just too bozos. That makes it sound like a whole thing. Exactly. And then like that's uh, th- there's probably more shit we have to do and we just... just Cannot no, be bothered with that. So we went to the bank to open up a joint checking account. Uh, basically, so um, so all the transactions and all of you guys ordering stuff from us will just go into one account uh, that neither of us will ever check instead of it going into one of our accounts and us having to do like upkeep. I crunched numbers the other day because I in my, everything was just going through my account and I was estimating like how much money we had. And actually, I was pretty impressed with myself. You're very close. I uh, yeah, I estimated one number, and I was off by like a hundred dollars. So pretty great stuff. Uh, but now we've set it up so we can do that. But the best part of opening a bank account was we just podcasted to a stranger. We really did. It we, was uh, an Armenian bank teller. Yeah, and she she was loving it. Yeah, she received well. Great, yeah, a few great minutes, crowd. A few minutes into it, it was revealed that she was Armenian, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is gonna be like shooting fish in a barrel." <laughs> and uh, it was awesome. We just we cracked jokes. We had a fun little thing to say to everything that she said. You used the word ducats in a uh, conversation with a bank person. Yes, so. uh, I think she liked it. She gave it a little smirk of like, "I don't think that's a word, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it is." Uh, it was awesome. We were. Uh, it was, yeah, it was just like, it was basically exactly what we do on the podcast. We were just riffing off things that we each said. There was a part of the, uh, there's a part of signing up for a bank account where you have to check something on the screen and then click accept. But where it says accept, there are three options. It says accept, uh, what does it say? I am undecided. Uh, no, like applicant, applicant undecided. undecided. An applicant refused. Boom. Yeah, so. And, and that's s- like. 45 minutes into the actual process of right. applying for a, of a bank account, yeah. uh, opening a bank account. So we were like, hey, does anybody check the other two boxes? Yes. <laughs> we tacked on a lot of, uh, of time to this. It, it, it took probably 25 minutes. Uh, it probably could have taken 15, but we were doing a whole lot of like, what's the deal with this thing? <laughs> and uh, when it got to that, we were like, yeah, has anybody ever sat there undecided and then you have kind of a blinking contest for however long or do they say i reviewed the terms and conditions i refuse and i now refuse in which case the bank person has to say well i'm afraid we're going to have to click applicant refused i'm afraid that we're going to have to kill you yes thus ending 
this, this transaction <laughs> of just she actually said yes she said that sometimes people are undecided or they refuse which is a weird move by those people i wouldn't hate that if i were the bank person because i'd be like all right so i'm just gonna like gonna play on my all phone trash. for a little bit <laughs> while we wait like do you i don't know if no, i put it on you just wasted 25 minutes of your life if yeah. an applicant refuses at the point where like of the point of completion and in my transaction experience i feel that uh Buying tickets has really um, accelerated my transaction time. I do any sort of transaction involving a computer with the fear that I'm going to lose this if I don't get this done really soon. Because when you buy tickets, right. all it's do, there's a running clock all the time. It's getting in your face. It accelerates where you don't think it's going to accelerate. So I would think that the undecided thing would not be an option. Because what if it's time's It's either out? yes or no here, pal. Yeah. So... That was actually a lot of fun. You know what the worst part of the process was for me? What? When, uh, so they asked, they ask like a bunch of questions, a bunch of personal questions. They do kind of. Like, yeah. I was they, like, they invade your privacy. Some to the point where it's, it's like, all right, what's your mother's maiden name? It's like, why do you need to Like, know that? uh, who's your employer? How yeah. much money do you make? How so many that sexual was my partners have you had? And you're like, <laughs> yeah. well, why are we? That was why? my least favorite part because after I went second. So after they asked you, like, are you employed? Uh, what's your rent? And so they mm. got. And you gave like all adult answers. You're mm. like, oh, I've been in my company ten months. What's mm. your average annual income? Mm. You gave a number. Yeah. They gave to me. Yeah. They they gave to me, and I was like, oh, I don't have any rent. I live with my parents. Awesome. Uh, oh, am I employed? Well, uh, not really. Define uh, employed. Yes, exactly. Because if it's employed, then no. And they were like, uh, what's your average? annual income and i was like oh well that's a difficult one because i don't have a job yeah <laughs> uh, so that was a very confusing process for me but she was like smirking through a lot of it she wasn't like uh the i think that she uh, we established with her very quickly um we're not here for the fuck shit yeah so she was like well if you do this if you do it this way actually you can do this and you might be able to make a lot more money we're like we're not trying to make money what do you <laughs> We're not. We're listen, we're, lady. We're trying to have as little we're hassle as possible. Lose this money yeah. as fast as possible. Yeah, we're trying to get. I mean, the, the the reason we were there was to get money out of one of our accounts. Yep. <laughs> so if you think that we're in this for the money, or geez, I, honestly, I'd be terrified to actually answer the question of what are you guys in this for? Um, but we're definitely not trying to. There was one thing she set up. So uh, it's like, all right, every time. Your account gets hit, like when an order goes through um, through the the fulfillment company we do for the merch, you can get a little cash back and stuff like that. And I was like, uh, so what does that mean that we have to do? And she was like, pay the credit card at the end of every month. And we gave each other a look like, is do we want to do that? Do we want to have to have one thing that we have to do a month? And there was a little hemming and hawing of like, eh. Do we actually want them wanting the more money to have to click a button every month? And we decided to do it. So, uh, yeah. And there's also a cool thing where you don't get charged to have a bank account. Didn't know that was even a thing. No, me uh, Unless if you have a certain... Um, if you go below a threshold. Yeah, if you have a certain balance every day, then you don't have to pay to have the, the, the account every month. We definitely don't have that much money. Nope. So uh, we open an account that we're going to pay for every day or every month. 
and uh, I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, most people think that we're gay anyway, but mm-hmm. when we walked in, oh, the that, bank that was and we, a pretty gay thing. Oh, yeah. for sure, it was two grown men being like, "Hey, we'd like to open a, a joint bank account, please." Yeah, yeah. business or personal? Uh, personal. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like we're we're, and, we're not in this for the business either. And the lady who handled us uh, handled our account. Her official job title is relationship manager. Ooh, so there you go. We could actually use one of those. <laughs> so uh, now we can. We basically, we're in therapy. Because we've gone to a, we're in couples therapy because we've gone to a relationship she, manager. It's our couples therapist who actually, our couples therapist who also happens to handle our money. That's actually not a bad idea. I think that it would be funny if we got a couples therapist because we would just do exactly what we did in her. there. Yeah, yeah. we just go in there, crack jokes, laugh at each other, probably come away then, from it feeling a little better about our she relationship. Asked us, she's asked us a couple of serious questions, and we kind of duck them and be like, oh, well, I don't know about that. Yeah. And, and then she'd ask us. We're some, not here to talk about that. Right. <laughs> and then she, she asked personal questions and be like, oh, I don't feel comfortable answering that. And, and that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's what I'm saying. Like, okay, well, let's really talk about your like money. Therapy. Like, no. No. <laughs> We don't talk about money here. Uh, I thought all in all, it was a great, great experience. experience. Also, we got that little, uh, we did a little movie trick. We we started drinking some coffee right at the beginning of it. So we were really hitting our high once we were sitting there for a few minutes. Uh, speaking of which, I got to talk about a little life hack with you guys. I saw, I did it myself, and then I saw you do it, and I was like, all right, this needs to be said to the people of the the podcast world. Uh, with straws, unwrap them. It's a fun little life hack. You so there's a couple of way to unwrap straws. Uh, one of them is a Neanderthal way, in which you just bang the straw so on the surface. That's the thing that I think everyone does. Just don't do that. You think everybody does that? You fuck up. Yeah, I did for a while. That's a very classless way to to open a straw. Yeah, you just fucking slam the end down on the table until yeah. one pokes through, and then you can't you you can't sip out of that side because now it's all it's like, like fucked up. It's it's like fucking barbed wire. Morphed, you don't want to yeah. do that. And uh, here's a little trick: just open it in the middle and slide one end off, and then slide the other end off. So I don't do it from the middle. Oh here's yeah, what I, do. I do it about like maybe two centimeters down. No, no, like probably four centimeters down, just like a little kind of so if it were a cigarette, like the brown part. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you do it there. You take off a little strip like a, like a pack of gum, you know, mm-hmm. and then pop that off and then slide the long end off. It looks very classy. Eh, I'm going to stick with down the middle. That's we can do a we can do a Twitter poll of how do you. How do you uh, open a straw? How do you open a straw? And 70% is going to be... Down the middle. I bang it. Right, no. Yeah, yeah, probably. It's probably correct. I don't know. I like to give people more credit than mm-hmm. they probably deserve. So I think that maybe it'll be less than 70%. Do you ever bang, bang it and then flip it so you're, not, so you're not doing the barbed wire side? But the banging... I never bang it. The banging fucks up. I don't do any banging mm, in my That's life. right. Um, you had a great tweet yesterday. Zero you said bang. I haven't been to Fucktown, but I hear it's nice this time <laughs> yeah. of year. Is that a, from something? No, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I've I, Fucktown's from something. I've Fucktown fuck is from uh, Arrested Development. Okay, uh, yeah. he calls. Uh, I forget. Oh, he calls it. Uh, so Job, the the brother of Michael, who's Jason Bateman. Job is played by Will Arnett. Uh, he takes over the company, and they're like. Uh, not real estate company, but they make houses and sell houses. And Job is not smart at all. 
and he takes over as president and his million dollar idea that he pitches at his own company and then when he leaves a new company that immediately fires him for this idea is making like a gated community that's just for single people uh no teases allowed and he calls it every like every they they do a supercut of him pitching the same idea basically every day and he starts with like i call it single city and i call it swing city and i call it fuck city and then later he's talking about it and he was like yeah like my idea fuck mountain and <laughs> <laughs> so that's so i think that's a kind of a loose interpretation of that but um yeah sometimes when you bang the straw uh and you think that you're you're covering your ass by sipping out of the non-barbed wire part you punctured something on the other side so now there's a little hole and there is nothing worse than then sipping, a then a, yeah, right. <laughs> then sipping a straw that's got a little hole in it, because no matter how hard you suck, you get like like ten percent fucking blows. That was a lot that in was there. A lot of sexual innuendo. A ton in there. Nothing like a little hole. Nothing like yeah. a lot of sucking and nothing and it coming blows. out of it. And yeah, it blows. and it blows. So, uh, yeah. Well, see you later. That was our fuck down discussion. Yes, that was fun. Um, we uh, we did television again this week. Did I thought it went tremendously? Uh, we did two things. We did a little thing on Tukarask, and we did a little thing on the Mighty Ducks. Uh, the Tukarask thing, it sounded like right off the bat we didn't care to do it yeah. because we were so excited to do the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, thing. Could, it could have been better. Too sportsy. Yeah, very, very much too sportsy. Uh, too on brand with the Boston Sports Tonight the program yeah. that we were on. Yes. Um, so we had to no bail. From, we had to yeah. bail from that very quick and uh, bring it over to the Sean Weiss uh, meth arrest news and. I thought that went amazing. And the cool thing about it was there were obviously there's a there's a photog who's shooting the thing. There's a couple of producers around. Um, there was a production assistant uh, just kind of taking it all in. And when it was done, we were all pumped and jacked like, holy fuck, that went great. And nobody they were said pretty anything. much expressionless. Yeah, nobody said anything. They were like, OK, can you guys get out of here? Please get off the stage. Whenever no. you can, please. Uh and I, I thought that was so befitting of brunch. Yeah, and that was uh, that was live, by the way. That was, that was live. Our first live segment. The first one was pre-recorded. Yep. Um, I thought it went well. I thought it went well too. Uh, we started. We came out the gate. Didn't us being the bad boys that we are. Uh, we hijacked it with a little everybody loves Raymond's <laughs> yeah, to begin. Was, we kind of fucked up. I uh, I cut you off a little bit. Um, I did my Robert impression. No, yeah. I, well, I knew the Robert impression was coming, and well, I just yeah. didn't know when it was. And as soon as it started to go, I was like, "Oh fuck, I need to back off." It was right a pretty now. good Robert impression, I think. It was a good, yeah. You you have to like everybody loves Raymond. Yeah. Ugh. I I was to be honest, I kind of bitched out. I should have kept that going a lot longer. No, you shouldn't have. We when I was talking about minutes. like not appreciating the wife's cooking, I should have been like, what, what happened to your wife? <laughs> you had a wife. or There was a woman in the picture. She had short lost, blonde hair. We might have lost uh, half the audience if you kept going like 10 more seconds. That would have been funny. Oh, fuck. You know what? We really just should have done it for six minutes. And then <laughs> if the producers were like, what the fuck was that? I'd be like, oh, my IFE fell out. I couldn't hear what you guys were saying. <laughs> I I thought you were saying like this is good keep keep hitting this. Speaking of uh, IFB failures, mm. uh, <laughs> so the Tukaras segment was set up by a clip of Mike Felger talking about Tukaras. Yeah, I'd never heard it. Yeah, and I didn't have an IFB in, so I couldn't hear anything. That was awesome, and it had. Uh, I don't know who put that together. I got to find out which uh, was very producer good. did that. There was like a lot. There was actually one part a lot of it of face of, porn. Yeah, exactly. There was a lot of stuff that I want to gift from that. Yeah, there was like. 
Well, was, I did. I captured it. So. Oh, you did. Nice. Yeah. There's uh there were a couple shots of me like it was like real close-ups of my face making facial expressions that I didn't I didn't know I've ever made those faces. I know before. you could those are that's like profile pic material. Right. They, like it was like goofy. very clean yeah. looking shit. Uh, it must be I'm assuming must be from some shit I'd uh, done with Adam in the past or something like that. But uh, by the way, uh, a lot of people have been asking us um, if you don't live in the Boston area, how can you watch brunch on mm. TV? Uh, you can't. Unfortunately, and yeah. they're not putting a lot of our stuff online. Yeah, which probably because, by choice. <laughs> so no, because a lot of the stuff that we want to do involves stuff that they can't put online. Okay. So like yesterday or this week, we did the um, we did the Mighty Ducks stuff, and we insisted on having uh, video, video clips. clips, and you can't just put those online. So that ruled that out. So they were able to put like the. The Rask stuff yeah. online because the only video they used was video of their own stuff. But here's a nice little trick: mm. I re- DVR it and I record it, and then I just put it online myself. So some people have been just putting it online. We can't stop those people oh. once it's out there. Uh, but we we can share it for the sake of everybody being able to see it. So. But that's not to do- people who can see it don't fucking skip out on that you need to watch it live yeah for sure if you can see it watch it live tweet at csn about how awesome it is especially if you have a nielsen box in your house yes that's true (laughs) uh again there has been very little uh backlash there was zero negative feedback last night really i didn't even look i i searched for csn Mm. uh any to see if anybody tweeted at them being like what the fuck was that Mm. uh nobody did Wow. Which is kind of disappointing. Yeah, I like pissing off old cranky people. Who right, watch because we figured, CSN yeah, at 11, and, a, 11 p.m. Uh, John Zanis, who's our point guy on the whole thing, he's. I, I texted him after. I was like, if anybody had a problem with any of that, they're fucking wrong. And he watched it, and he was like, yeah, that's like exactly that's that's the good shit. Yeah. Uh, so I, I mean, like, I'm kind of disappointed because I wanted to make it like a weekly thing of yeah. searching CSN mentions, yeah, and then retweeting all the people being like, "That was a disgrace." Right. Well, we have, yeah, we had one old guy saying that you looked too young. He said that like, I looked very young, and he also asked me if I was a virgin, which is why I responded with, "No, I've never <laughs> been to Fucktown." <laughs> never uh, been to Fucktown yet, but I hear it's nice this time of year. So if you uh, if you don't live in the Boston area, a lot of Bruntouchables around yeah. the world. Uh, you can go to our Twitter page and check yes. out the Mighty Ducks segment. Yeah, that was... Uh, and I thought that went great. Here's, here was a cool thing. Um, we came up with that idea kind of last minute. And uh, they were like, it's a good idea, but A, we can't get the video, uh, and B, it would take a lot of time to put that together, and we're just stretched thin right now, and we don't know if we can put that together. It's a cool little move. So We I, did it all ourselves. Right, so I said, well, we could we could put the video stuff together no problem and they were like oh well if you could do that then maybe we could clear it and they cleared it and they were like yeah so if you guys could put that together great so then i texted you and said hey so here's the deal (laughs) i need you to put this all together and you did it and it was awesome and actually it it reminded me of um like toucher and rich they they do uh like dumb shit outside of kind of business hours to set up their shit, shit being like an hour cool. so right. i'm like totally fine with doing that every week moving forward yeah exactly and like i would have done it at, i was technically at work and doing other stuff at the time like i would happily 
do that shit to set it up. And I was texting with Xanis uh, the day after uh, saying that's the kind of shit that we should be doing. Like, like we can hit quickly on like two topics. They say that because it's TV, they want as many topics as possible. Uh, I, I said like two or three and they're like we really three. Should, we really should be doing like two or three every week and riffing off. So of we can stretch shit yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so I was like, yeah, like we can hit on two things, talk about those things. And then ideally have some sort of fun game that we do. And, that's what we did yesterday. We we only had two total things. Um, in a perfect world, we would have we would have had that third thing to kind of put in the middle between uh, yeah, the Rask stuff. Unfortunately, the only fucking story this week was the Patriots buying a plane, right? Two planes. Yeah. Um, so, need uh, some more shit to happen. Yeah. I. Uh, what did I do? I mentioned that yesterday on the show as an example of boring things, which they're like. That's okay, but just if you're actually going to be talking about these things seriously in other blocks, try to be sure to not say too often, I think that this topic that I'm talking about is not interesting. <laughs> we did that. Uh, no, that's what it was. We were talking about the, the NFL hired full-time refs. And I react to it by saying, oh, cool. Did you hear the Patriots also bought planes? Because those things are equally interesting to me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh Follow us on Twitter, Listen to Brunch. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, mm-hmm. Listen to Brunch. Uh, you'll see video clips from the TV and also from these episodes. Uh, so just keep up with the Kardashians. Yeah. But the, instead of the Kardashians, the Brunch Boys. The cool thing of doing that yesterday was I don't, uh, I don't know if you felt the same thing, but when we first really started to hit our stride on this podcast, the flavors kind of wore off or we kind of expect gold every time. But when we first started to do like actual good episodes afterwards, we'd both be like pumped and jacked and we would like I'd stay for an extra half hour and we would keep talking and just have funny shit. And then after we'd be like, oh, man, like we could have done an entire other podcast just with this extra funny stuff that we did. Yeah, Uh, that was how I felt yesterday after doing that, even though we were surrounded by people who were. Completely Not indifferent to <laughs> yeah. it. We were like, fuck, that was so good, right? That was so good. And Mike Grinnell, who does some stuff with Barstool, he, uh, he's a fucking... That, that kid hustles. He does shit for every place. He does producing for EEI. He does producing for CSN. Barstool. Uh, yeah, Barstool. He, uh, he was walking by. He was like, yo, like that, that stuff was so good. And we're like, right, it was so fucking good. And we were all... See, was, I kind of had like a different reaction. I walked away and it was... I like, kind of feel the same way about the podcast sometimes. I was like, I don't know if that was good or not, but... Well, I feel that it wasn't bad. Like, I don't feel bad about it. I just don't know if people will receive it well. Oh, no. After the Mighty Ducks thing, I was like, that was... After the Mighty Ducks thing, I was like, hell yeah. But as a whole, because, like, I wasn't... Right, I'd forgotten about the Rask thing. thing. Yeah, I'd forgotten about the Rask thing. There was only really one thing I wanted to accomplish with the Rask thing, which was Felger said on his show that I got my facts wrong in a previous argument we had, and I didn't. So I wanted to call him a dumb bitch. Yeah, you did call him a dumb bitch. And I called him a dumb bitch, and that was... I, I will say the... When I do uh, BST, the uh, some they really I, let you off the leash. Oh yeah, they they let everybody do whatever they want. And contrary to popular belief, there was no directive to do to swear or to do whatever we want. Uh, but it's I don't know. Maybe it's because it's late at night or something. But uh, there's or maybe it's just because we're trying to entertain each other. There's definitely a feeling of like. 
let's just kind of make each other feel uncomfortable here. So they really push the envelope and see and see. You you push the envelope with the close of the Mighty Ducks segment, in which you said that uh, Cuddy from the Wire and Gordon oh, that was Bom- a good take. And Gordon Bombay both uh, worked with kids for the purpose of sex. having sex with adults. Yeah. That's I thought that was a golden take. I've been doing a thing recently where, uh, like, the current show that I'm binge watching is just finales of The Wire. It's a it's a very manageable binge. It's like whenever you have an hour here or there, watch a finale of The Wire, and there's only four of them because you can't watch the fifth one because Dookie just breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. So I've just been doing that, and I was watching I think f- the f- season four finale recently, and I was like. Fuck, I forgot that Cuddy opened this gym for kids to keep kids off the street and to keep those kids' mothers in his bed <laughs> from when they have sex. Because he like he kind of cleaned up, didn't he? I remember him having sex with like one of them. I don't remember that being like a recurring thing. But he like ah, I th- I thought that oh no, no what it was is that all the mothers were into him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. But he because... wasn't into them. Oh, right. He, he was kind of like... He was a broken was, man. Yeah, he was a broken man. He was like, this is my calling. Yeah. H- hanging with these kids all day. Uh, when, when he gets shot, that yeah. nurse, yeah. real asshole to him. Why? What did she say? I don't remember. She calls him like a banger and is like, get out of our fucking hospital. You, like, she was like, the you... second you're healthy, we're kicking your ass out oh, of here. Oh, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> she does not care for him because he's been to jail before. Oh, okay. So, you know what they say. If someone's been to jail... You... Don't treat them in a hospital. That's Just right. No the matter what they're, they're doing after. Their life is useless. Even if they get shot while doing just Charity infinite community service, <laughs> right. then fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think it's actually a pretty good take because Gordon Bombay, he doesn't choose to do the Mighty Ducks thing. No, that guy's just he, a terrible person. Just, he's just living that DUI life, gets out of it by hanging out with kids, and he's like, you know what, Charlie's mom, you. Uh, We have reviews this week We do Uh, Uh, Singular We have one reviews Thanks for making me feel like I have uh, I don't know what the rest of it is Hold on Jesus Christ It's a long title Thanks for making me feel like I have It doesn't It's just dot 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 Uh, By Beetle Freak 3472 Went shopping for a few hours yesterday by myself and listened to three episodes in a row. Had some great laughs while walking around Fifth Ave in New York City alone. Quality pod. Thank you very much. Big how fan about, of doing stuff alone. How about, yeah, exactly. You should have done it. Especially sex. You should have done it in the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no fuck town here. Um, we also have... Fuck town population one. <laughs> fuck town population one. Uh, we also have songs. Uh, Pete, what you got? All right, uh, so my first song ad this week is Forgetting All About You by Phoebe Ryan. Okay. Phoebe Ryan's made an appearance yes. on the playlist before. Yes. Uh, one of the most underrated female pop singers in the game. You like to, yeah. Big fan of her. New stuff came out last week. Ooh. Good song. Uh, also adding an all-time favorite here. Gorilla Radio by Rage Against the oh, Machine. Oh, God. There's been no Rage Against the Machine yet, which is crazy. Good one. That is one of my probably top three favorite songs of all time. That's an awesome uh, one. And then finally, Flying Overseas by Theophilus London. And uh, I think Solange is in that song as well. Really? Yeah. That's, that's a really quite... good song. Have you heard that song? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Probably uh, Theophilus not. London uh, is 
pretty. I don't. I haven't kept up with him too much, but mm. I saw him when I was like sixteen. Mm. Uh, he opened for the Cool Kids. Wow! In like a really sketchy ass venue. Nice um, in Boston. So I saw him there. That's the first time that I found out on him. And then he worked with Kanye and like ASAP Rocky, and and he's gone on to do good things. His it's not on iTunes, unfortunately, uh, but his uh, song with. ASAP Rocky, Big Spender, yeah, is like one of the best hip hop songs I've heard in, in my life. In your world, I wish uh, I could add it. I've actually got some Kanye myself. Uh, School Spirit. I've talked about this song on this podcast before. It's a great song. My favorite Kanye songs, probably of that era, um, are uh, Gone and School Spirit. Those are the the two biggies, aside from like his his hits. Um, but I love School Spirit. The cool story with that is on both the clean and sensor and uh, unedited version, the clean and dirty versions, uh, that song is edited, and it's because it samples Spirit in the Dark by Aretha Franklin, and Aretha Franklin would not yet co- let Kanye use the sample in a profane song. So on, so there's you got the parental advisory sticker, and then just a fucking clean. clean ass edited song, and I love that. It it's, it gives that song a fun little wrinkle that uh, in today's day and age of overproduction, you don't get those fun little bits anymore because like you listen to old Beatles songs and you could hear like oh like someone's laughing in the background or like here's a sloppy edit, but now everything's done so well that there is there's not as much character. To and the that things. also like speaks to uh, the power of Aretha Franklin because yeah. Kanye was like okay, I want this so much. That yeah, I want this great song to sample so much, but that I'll. Follow your rules and yeah. follow your wishes. I'm also adding, uh, last week we added I Don't Want It At All by Kim Petras. Yep. She where she did that song with Dr. Luke, and I'd mentioned that it is basically like a continuation of the song Prima Donna by Marine and the Diamonds, which Dr. Luke also produced. And Prima Donna is an awesome fucking song. I sang it on last week's episode. Got a lot of one compliment on my singing for it. Uh, I've just been listening to I Don't Want It At All and Prima Donna the last week. So I'm adding Prima Donna mainly so you can hear it because you claim that you haven't heard that song before. And it just, it bangs so much. And it just builds and it's terrific. I love that song. And someone pointed out I've not yet added Lake Street Dive to this playlist, which is quite ridiculous because they are... They're, they're on my Mount Rushmore of, of bands these days, so I'm adding Lake Street Dive. Stop Your Crying off their second album. The first time I saw them live was when they were in kind of a holding pattern because they couldn't release their second album yet. So they'd just been touring and touring and touring, but they've been writing this new stuff. So the first time I saw them live, I'd only heard one of their songs, and they opened with Stop Your Crying, and I was like, what the fuck is this band? And it's unbelievable. So uh, check that shit out. Uh we're talking some Wet Hot American Summer this week because we agreed to watch it, and one of us even did. I did. Yeah. I watched, uh, I'm not done yet, I think I have like two episodes left, but I'm very pleased. Yeah? It's, it's funny. I feel like going into it, you, were, you weren't super excited, right? No, because I think, um, I think, I feel like a lot of people had this hesitation, but like, there's... They just keep getting more and more ridiculous with the idea. Yeah. And it was ridiculous from the beginning. Exactly. And I think that there's only so much you can do with that level of ridiculousness before it just becomes like, all right, enough is enough. Right. But it hasn't been exhausted yet. Wow. It's just, it's just 
there's so many good people, and they and I mean they've they've kept adding yeah uh, like big names into Adam it. Scott, Adam Scott, uh, like Chris Pine is back in it. Nice. Um, yeah, there's just like there's so many good people in it that they're still going strong. It's still very very funny, and it has no business being as funny as it is. It's just so fucking goofy, and I like it. Um, obviously, love the movie. Uh, it is just so fucking goofy that yeah. I it's it's almost like jumping into I like I never watched the second or third seasons of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt yeah. because even though I loved season one when it's when season two came out I was like oh, I really got to get myself ready for all this fucking nonsense you just really have to like immerse yourselves in it right. and kind of shut off everything shut down everything and just accept it for what it is yeah like I can't I was telling you and Jeff. I, it's just so daunting to get excited about the H. John Benjamin uh, talking can, like that. That is that's where it's just like so fucking ridiculous. It's that a, it's it so so ridiculous exist. there. And there's like a chase scene in the season mm-hmm. where the can is running away from humans. Oh wow! And so, you sent me a sex scene. Oh with yeah, the, the can. That is the peak of television. There's a sex scene in a diner with the can. Having sex with a woman. Nice. And it's like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Cans need love, too. Uh, quick aside, uh, speaking that of... That can went to fuck down. Yeah. Speaking of love, uh, gotta shout out this girl, uh, this one-armed girl who made a Tinder account, and she her bio was... What was it? It was... Um, I got face, it right here. Face 10 out of 10. Face... Or face 10 out of 10. Face 10 out of 10. Body 9 out of 10. Personality 20 out of 10 arms one out of two that is hilarious and what makes it uh even more hilarious is she's a super hot person in real life so people would see that and be like she's hot like as long as i'm fine with the one arm thing like this this is maybe one you're trying to land would you uh would you be down to date a one-armed girl yeah i i I think that generally i would uh be okay with any disability like blind deaf very progressive of you yeah, that's just uh, no. Like honestly, yeah, blind, deaf, well, whatever. If you if, if it was you dated a, a blind person, you could not wear makeup after yoga. That's true. Uh, and now I'm a makeup guy. I wore. You are a makeup guy. That's right. Uh, people have given me shit at CSN for years because I don't put on makeup when I go on TV, and everybody does. You're supposed to do that. So sometimes, like, my face looks shinier than it should be, or just because, like. The the fucking lights when you do mm-hmm. TV are outrageous. You're you're sweating when you're done with TV, no matter how cool, calm, and collected you are. Yeah, it's it's yeah. no joke. I, uh, I haven't done makeup yet, mm. um, but somebody did tweet at me yesterday after a screenshot was posted online and said, "You need to get some powder on that forehead." Really? Yeah. Yeah. So th- why? Just a little shiny. I was very shiny. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I wasn't get- very shiny, but I was shiny. You got that shine. And you know what it was? I was next to you, and you weren't shiny because you were exactly, wearing makeup. Exactly. I was all asshole. made up. Uh, I, I told him to do it very lightly, but now the next time I do it, I... And this was, that shit on, exactly, baby. Exactly. And this was what I was afraid of. I said, I would say all along, I don't want to do makeup because I feel like it's like doing steroids. If Once I ever... get into it, it's yeah, a gateway drug. Exactly. And if I ever stop, people will be like... Wow, that guy is off the makeup. That's right. He sucks. That <laughs> That's guy, a good point. That guy was clearly using makeup for a long time. So like in two weeks, you're going to be getting on Boston Sports tonight with like eyeliner, and oh yeah, mascara, oh yeah, lipstick. Now I'm kind of excited about it. Um, but I yeah, I put it off for literally years, and uh, 
my pal Casey Smith over at CSN has been a lot more uh, brash in uh, in demanding I wear it. Everybody's Nobody's like, oh, like you guys aren't wearing, like you're not wearing makeup. You gotta do it. And uh, she was bullying me. Like she's bullied me about it anyway. But she was bullying me about it yesterday. And then my boss Kevin Miller was like, yeah, you should do makeup. And I was like, you know what? I'll do it when I least when you guys least expect it. And Kevin was like, I least expect it today. <laughs> do it <laughs> I was like okay uh, so he actually kind of was more uh, a playful uh, demand okay. from the higher ups uh, no, nobody has told me that I need makeup yet mm. should I see that as a compliment or I would always take it as a compliment because I was because no one ever pointed out to me uh, I mean when nobody, I was nobody on, at CSN by the way right uh, but no one had ever said like, you look bad without makeup but the first the first couple times I was on TV I uh well, actually, the, the first couple, the first few times I was on TV was at Nesson, and uh, I wasn't concerned with that because no one could Watch see it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but then the first couple times I was on CSN, I was like, "Fuck, man! Like the bags under my eyes are are crazy right now." Yeah, like, I have, I have like uh, somebody the first time that I was on said that I looked like I hadn't slept in like three days. Right, and I was like. You're like, no, 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 I, I haven't worked in three like, days. Yeah, I haven't yeah. worked. I slept till noon today. What's, yeah. what's the deal here? Um, How do I fix this? Right. So when I was sitting down to do the makeup and like my coworkers talking, gathered around, they're all excited. Big moment. By which I mean two coworkers gathered around, one of whom had just got his makeup done. So he was standing there anyway. But uh, she's putting on the makeup and I'm like, oh, here we go. Blah, blah, blah. And once she got to the under eye area i let out an audible oh hell yeah oh nice because i saw literally the bags go away i was like fuck i'm gonna look amazing (laughs) uh i might need to do that then because yeah i constant bags no matter how much sleep i get it's pretty exciting uh casey smith did not bully me about makeup but Mm. she did bully me on the air how the first episode oh yeah uh she didn't remember my last name yeah she referred to you as dj's stupid little pet or something she basically said uh and now we go to dj bean and his buddy pete (laughs) yes big very uh, demeaning big week for uh pete television disrespect because in that clip that you could not hear from felger actually it wasn't part of this clip but it was part of that conversation uh felger pointed out something that I'd written about Tuka Rask saying that basically Felger has started this thing where people say dumb shit about Rask and here's why it's dumb. And part of it was I said, when Felger's on the radio, he doesn't have anybody to correct him when he says wrong things. So you get mutations of this silly theory and it leads to this, which was uh, his producer, Jimmy Stewart, our pal's uh, list of goalies that he thinks are better than Tuka Rask. So I I embedded that in my story and the first response was uh, you saying... This list is asa- is astoundingly bad. Yes. So Felger was talking about it. He was like, and then DJ put this tweet in there, and he's cleverly attached uh, somebody responding to it that says this list is astoundingly bad. And they were like, yeah, it's Pete Blackburn. And he was like, am I supposed to know who that is? Nice. <laughs> and then they did the, yeah, he's a guy who does a podcast with DJ, which is basically them saying like, hey, DJ this- set it up yeah. to, yeah. Uh, okay. Which is funny because, quite frankly... I get so little respect in the social media game, which I don't deserve, that I kind of like it balancing out on TV, where like an old guy who doesn't have a computer, who doesn't like, do who anything, this guy? could be like, who's this guy? I only know of DJ. You know what? Takes me back. 
takes me back to like nine years ago. Jimmy Stewart said that he chipped in and said that uh, this is a guy that we should put right. On the air. He did. He said uh, he said he's a guy that we should hire. And there was I, I don't know there what, what the response were. Pause. Right? Yeah, yeah. There was there was a fist pump from the viewer myself, and I don't know how Felger reacted to it. Uh, yeah. So that was some fun shit. Um, I think that we're going to be doing more TV. There was uh, Zanis, the guy, our point guy, sent me a text this morning and said, you guys have one more chance to be perfect or else we're pulling the plug. And it was a joke. But oh, I, Jesus and it was Christ. while we were at the bank and I was like, fuck, really? You're wrong too? God. I thought wow. you were one of the smart ones. And he was like, no, kidding. The ducks thing was awesome. He acknowledged the same thing. He was like, you guys didn't seem overly interested in the Rask thing. I was like, yeah, we were waiting to get to the good stuff. So uh, we're going to keep doing more stuff like that. Uh, if we need to do shit like uh, like how we prepared the video stuff for the Ducks shit, we'll do it. Um, I'm excited for more brunch shit. And really, it it will go as far as we do well, you know? So I think that if we keep doing dope shit, they're going to give us more leash and they'll let us uh, do more stuff. So... I'm excited about that. Do you have anything else to say for yourself? Are we seeing any movies this week or anything? Um, I want... Oh, next week I we're going this to... this one-armed Tinder girl story up, and I need to close the window because now it's getting to be like the, the fat wife thing where I'm distracted by this, the pretty lady. We are going to a premiere next week. Oh, yeah, we are. Um, I'm very excited about that. It's Ingrid Goes West with uh, Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey Plaza. Uh, I don't know who else is in it. Oh, um, uh, Ice Cube's son. Yes, O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson. Jackson Jr. Uh, the and also the little sister of the Olsen twins. Oh yes, and I had to do right. some hard quick wicking to figure out whether or not I knew that they had a little sister. I couldn't I remember. Didn't if I didn't know that, um, but I don't know. I'm not familiar with her work. Yeah, uh, but I did. That movie looks pretty good. I'm the, excited for it. The movie is basically an entire movie of the scene in Parks and Rec where uh, April gets the guy to buy her a drink. Remember, she says. I, I hate drinking alone, and he's like, "Oh, well, let me get you a drink." And then she, he gets her, her the drink, and he's like, "So, what's your name?" And she was like, "I just feel like drinking alone tonight." <laughs> <laughs> but like where she's like batting her eyes yeah, and being yeah. like the girly girl. It's a very it's a it's. I saw somebody say that it was a a satire, a satirical um, take on the Instagram, right on like era. social media. Yeah, yeah. so it, it looks pretty good. I'm excited for it. Uh, other than that. I might see Detroit. I kind of want to see that. I want to see Detroit uh, today, but I did not have time. I am going to the New England Patriots preseason game, do a little uh, sports writing, as they say in the business world. So I was going to go up super early and watch Detroit at Patriot Place, but the times just did not work out, so that sucks. But I want to see that movie for sure. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about seeing The Dark Tower just um, for morbid curiosity just to know interests. how bad it is yeah and uh i'm not gonna do that I yeah just, I'm not no, gonna... i have no interest in that it, it's that time has passed that window is closed i'm also not gonna see uh war for the planet of the apes because oh, i didn't see asshole. the first two so i'm just like oh it's... you didn't see the first two yeah you, right. need, you need to see it in in order right that you need to appreciate it that way and that seems like it that's like so that's definition of not being a whole whole thing guy because yeah. i just three movies just no. Booking!